Hi, I'm Keegan. This is A Bunch of Gamers. This is an in-between episode with what happened with Morgan Bloodsinger during the events of our last episode, Departure. I am, of course, joined by Jade. Hello! And we're going to go in and just get the ball rolling. After a relatively restless night where you experience a lessened version of your vision. It's less visceral, and you're only experiencing the parts now that you individually experienced, including the one from the group one. You awaken and hear that Fomori's Bane and Roy are going to go to the Sept of the Sacred Stone for Fury Song's funeral. It seems also that Death Scene is still on his own spiritual quest. The morning comes and you head over to the breakfast area, as always, preparing yourself to deal with the ancestors. I'm a very, very angry and tired person right now. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping me awake with your stupid visions. Why? Just like gathering free plates of bacon. <laughs> just like just just taking all of it, just picking it all up and just being like, no, this is mine, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> As you see Eyes of the Mountain looking over, walking in, going, Morning? Wow. It's one of those mornings. I need I need this. Uh, Don't even I I wouldn't I wouldn't dare. Uh I was gonna get the uh, vegetarian breakfast over there, but uh, what's visions again? Yeah, they're um, they're they're, they're happening. They're just not as uh, not as vibrant, shall we say, as uh, the original one. But they're still happening, and I'm really annoyed because I I don't want them to happen. <laughs> uh, she's like. I understand. Uh, if you'd like, I could show you, take you back to the spiritual room that you went with Threadweaver to, and show you some of the moon paths. If you think that's gonna help, then at this point, I'm willing to try anything because if I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm going to murder someone. Okay, that's. You know, Gaia knows that's fair. I think, if you think it's from the ancestors, perhaps those paths will lead you to where you need to go. It's one of the most wild places that we have in this Karen. Okay, I, I'm i going to be honest. I, I don't really know a lot about, well, a, a lot to do with anything, mainly because I just kind of stopped caring, shall we say. It it was all really interesting when I was a kid. Uh, And then I kind of grew up and I kind of, I I guess I need to pay more attention now. So if you're willing to help me learn, I would be really appreciative. Okay, yeah, let me grab breakfast. Uh, We can have something to eat. Just you can... cuddling the bacon. Just cuddling it. 
<laughs> as Eyes of the Mountain is eating, going, so these, uh, you losing kind of focus, that's actually interesting. I've known quite a few Garo to fall into Harano because of that. Uh, I mean, I would kind of hope that that doesn't happen, but I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to be plagued with it. I, I, I've already had it once. I was kind of hoping once was enough, even if I don't know what it means. But, you know, you've, you've told me once. Why are they telling me again and again and again and again as... It's kind of why I'm losing my uh, my cool over this. I, I see. I, it might just be that the vision was so powerful that it's leaving echoes in the umbra, which is why it was less vibrant. Is there any way to deal with that? Like, can can I switch it off? Uh, or can I can I remove the echoes? I think part of it is you'll have to follow some of the echoes and walk into the waves they create. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound fun, if I'm going to be honest. That, that sounds like it's going to be not painful, but more of an annoyance, I guess. It depends on what you think of as annoying, I uh, suppose. The, the, whole, the whole situation is, is rather annoying. Um, I, I was quite content with my life. And then uh, this, and I gesture to, like, the, the, above my head with my hand. Just like... Ugh. Okay. They could well, have picked somebody else. They could have, but Gaia chooses who she needs to choose against the machinations of reality. I've heard, oh, we call the Weaver reality. The Weaver creates something or tries to create reality to block our vision from the true face of Gaia. I'm not surprised you haven't heard this since you were packmates with the Spider Gazer. I'm gonna assume you're talking about Roy. Ah, uh, yes. He has interesting views on the Weaver. And if that is his path, that is his path. But it is one that most of us find rather distasteful. He seems to have decided to open his mind to reality rather than try and push it away and seek the true Gaia realm. So he's, what, accepting a, a fake? He's accepting the Weaver's illusion to existence. So a fake existence. It's partially real because she is calcifying it. She is calcifying the possibilities that was brought by the wild and her threads are inherently cruel. Reality is built on a foundation of suffering. And this is suffering she's created, right? Yes. Think about it. The foundation of our world the reality that we live in now was created when the weaver trapped the worm and brought about great pain to remove its ability to balance 
and turned it into corruption within her own webs. Surprisingly, that is one thing I do remember my grandma telling me. I think it was the only thing that actually stuck with me, if I'm going to be honest. And so while many Garu see the worm as the true enemy, many among my tribe view the weaver as the true enemy. Well, I suppose both of them could be the enemy. That is Depending true. On how, depending on how you look on it, I suppose you know the, the weaver has trapped the worm, but we constantly deal with worm-tainted creatures. Oh yes, the worm is destructive, don't get us wrong. It is a destructive force in the universe that has to be stopped. But every Fomori killed, every Bane destroyed, every spiral vanquished is simply alleviating the symptoms while the wound continues to fester. And that wound is the wound created and continues to be remain open because of the spider. Okay, so close the wound and, and everything goes relatively back into order, I guess? Is that, the, is that what you're trying to say? Not order, balance. Now balance is kind of like an order, I guess. It is the balance of possibility and stability. And currently stability is the one who has won and broken the world. This wasn't really what I was expecting first thing in the morning. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. Like I said, there's, there's not a, a great deal that I actually remember from my grandma telling me when I was a kid. I know the basics, and uh, I, I was aware of, you know, the, the, the weaver and worm and how that whole incident has kind of gone on, but it's nice to hear somebody else talk about it. I appreciate that. Many tribes view our, view us as aberrant, though not as aberrant as the glasswalkers here, but they have their own wisdoms in a way, despite how close they climb to the spider. Hmm. Well, everyone's entitled to an opinion, I guess. Yes, they are. Ah, so I see you've finished, shall we? Oh uh, yeah, let's get this out of the way, because the quicker it happens, the quicker I can maybe forget. She stands up and starts walking towards the room as you see the zen garden and the very reflective pools could i get a gnosis roll difficulty four please can indeed uh... it might help if i put the rest of the uh thing <laughs> in the in in the actual command mightn't it it might. It very well might. Okay. There we go. Takes about 30 seconds for you to cross over. Mm. With eyes to the heavens waiting for you, she goes. Here we are. As the trees once again have grown, they seem almost living, breathing trees now in the, their umbral reflections. This is an opportune time. Actually, it's almost fortuitous. It is? Luna in the sky is of 
is the gibbous moon, waxing certainly to a half moon, but she still represents your auspice in the sky. Perhaps this is a vision for you, for you to speak on as a galliard. One way to find out, I guess. It's the day, and it's difficult to see, but this place has strong spiritual energies. As she starts pointing to the ground, you see these little shimmers here. These are the moon paths. They go to many different places, and sometimes they change depending upon who walks on them. You could do the same, possibly, if you wanted to, by going to the physical realm and leaving Denver and seeking moon paths there tonight. But I think this is what you need. This is the way that you should go, personally, since the Karen's already here. Um, well, I, I'm literally just looking at the grounds. Like, is that? Is there a way to know, like, which one I have to walk on, or do I just walk and see what happens? Pick the one that feels right to you. The one that speaks to you. Instead of giving it too much thought, let your instinct move you and rely on your wolf heart rather than your human mind. And I look for the one that is technically the furthest away from me. Okay. And I'm going to walk that one. You start walking that one. As you start moving, you leave the room, the doors opening up, but it still seems like the Zen room. As you continue on, as you see the threads and thick spider webs all around you with twigs trying to, twigs trying to poke out. The further along you go, you see the sky above overcast with Helios simply trying to poke out. As you continue, the clouds do start to slowly part and it is nighttime, almost a little too early with Luna hanging in the sky, two, maybe three times larger than in the physical realm. Her light gleaming and the paths before you shimmering like quicksilver with small gaps of darkness. There are still webs hanging, but now you can see the trees just beyond as the webs thin as you go deeper and deeper into the umbra. As I'm walking in the umbra, I am just humming, I will walk 500 miles. <laughs> you continue... not really paying much attention, just... <laughs> the threads are finally gone, and you find yourself in a deep, dense wood. The light shimmering from above and below, giving a dim light and the shadows extending outwards in all directions. They're deep and dark. And the tree before you, or one of the trees in front of you, you see two glowing eyes looking down. Oh yeah. <laughs> Move closer to inspect without making a noise. Silence is good. You've learned well from me, child. And it is a great owl that hangs in the tree above you. Ah, I see. Right. Hello? Hello, Bloodsinger. It's been some time since I've seen you here. 
The owl's about as tall as you are in Krynos. Boy, there's a big bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's your totem. Yeah. Um. I don't suppose you know what's going on? You know, being... And I gesture <laughs> just to all of him. You know, you... I suspect, but I don't know just yet. Well, that's concerning. It can be. As the owl flies down, as he's now at the size of a normal owl and just lands on your shoulder. Uh, uh, listen, I, I just want to figure out what the bloody hell I'm being shown and how I can, I guess, deal with it. I don't really want to deal with it, but I have a feeling if it's being shown to me, then I'm going to have to deal with it. Or at least help deal with it. Owl turns to you and goes, The path is lit. Do you wish to walk it? What is A term I wouldn't use. But, yes. I do wish to walk it i wish all of us could walk it but it seems things have happened i didn't think i would be doing this sort of thing if i'm gonna be honest what did you think you were doing or going to do i'll continue touring around the world playing music Bringing the wild to others is important, but so is fighting that which is coming. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd say something like that. Like a duty I must fulfill. Guy has chosen you. I really feel like Guy could have chose somebody else. Somebody who was probably more qualified to deal with this. Like Dara! There are many, many fine choices of people that guy could have chose. But you chose you, because you clearly have something that others do not, and simply refuse to see it, despite the fact that you have some of my skills in my eyes. As the owl turns his head, you know how owls turn their heads basically almost yeah. horizontal? <laughs> Just like a questioning look. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I get that I have some of your abilities, but again, I, it's not like I've had to use them. Knowledge comes with experience. Yeah, knowledge is something I'm severely lacking in. On all fronts. As you continue on, the forest has become thick. Huge trees looming over it. resembles your home sept a little bit in that the it's the same kinds of trees that you would see back at home, but they're massive, twice as tall, scraping the skies. The sky is a deep, dark, navy blue to black with puffs of violet and pink hues of stardust in the distance with 
speckles of stars beyond what you would see in the physical realm, and Luna's great face still glowing above in the gibbous moon without dampening the light of any of the stars. Alright, I'm just gonna continue sort of like walking. I'm, I'm looking around a bit more. Um, at this point, I am wary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is too peaceful. Looking about, you see campfires in the distance. There's about four or five in various different parts of the forest. Okay. Um, upon seeing those campfires kind of in the distance, I'm going to make my way towards uh, that sort of general direction. Um, but I am, again, being relatively quiet because I don't know what is at those campfires. I don't just kind of want to burst in or song and dance. Fair. As you start approaching, can I get a perception alertness check? Difficulty six, please. Diff six. Uh, perception. Do, 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 do. Uh, two. You hear... Soft howls in the distance, but towards the campfires, too, you hear the sound of traditional flute and drums playing. Mm. Again, slowly but surely, shuffling my way forward. It's kind of like, well, it's drums and flute. I generally don't know anything bad that would be using drums and flute right now. You see several people dancing around the fires in traditional garb of various ages through Irish, Scottish, Saxon history, Celtic history, laughing and dancing, swinging back and forth with wolves looking on in the woods, their tails wagging with a bit of joy, and great Krinos standing over watch eyes vigilant. Burned on one of them is a scarification tattoo of the symbol of your tribe. Okay, saying that, <laughs> I'm gonna relax a little bit, kind of like a, oh, okay, just Morphiana. So that's good. That kind of means we're on the right track, I think. Could be wrong, but taking a path and this is where it's brought me. That's a good sign. Owl simply goes, Agreed. I'm gonna walk towards and just be. I'm not. I'm not gonna like go and speak to anyone. I'm just gonna sort of maneuver my way forward and maybe find somewhere to sit and just watch for a minute and just see what is actually taking uh, uh, taking part here. Okay. They continue to dance, as well as you hearing the howls. You hear several old stories mixed together as the howls come together through their various songs from various campfires. When you see one of the dancers stop, he looks solemn for a moment and nods. There's a young woman dancing with him who lets go of his hand, smiles, and nods, and that guru dancer seems to vanish, disappearing, his body turning into an ethereal blue before seeming to dance into the campfire and vanishing. The young woman turns and looks at you and goes, I didn't expect you here while you were so young. Uh, 
<laughs> then I just point at myself, like, me? As she lifts her head and sniffs, you see kind of a partial transformation of her nose. Her, her face looks at you quizzically and she kind of grows a smile. There's something in the back of your head that's scratching, that, that itch when you see someone that looks familiar, but you can't put your finger on it. The woman couldn't be more than her mid-twenties. I'm just staring at this woman like, uh, am I? And I look at Owl, I'm like, am I meant to know her? Oh, what's happening? I'm so very confused. Why are these things never just straightforward? As she looks at Owl and goes, great spirit, she bows. We haven't seen one of your brood in here some time. I thought one of my lineage would follow Stag. Though I mean no disrespect to you and all the wisdom that you bring. You, you're, you're assuming that I don't follow Stag. I, I mean, I'm not exactly ever spoke, but that's not the point. <laughs> Owl turns and goes, ignoring the past tends to have implications in the present. English, please? As the young woman goes, Morgan, I'm your grandmother. Oh. oh I really wasn't expecting... Huh. Wow. You, uh... You look good. We are gifted with bodies of vigor when we come here. It helps us when we... Our descendants reach out to us for advice or to call upon us to give them aid in things that they're not necessarily skilled in. Right. Can you... Are you able to choose how you look? As she... You don't know when it happens. Maybe she always looked like this. It's unclear. But there was no transition. There was no abrupt change either. It just is where she looks exactly like she did the last time you saw her. To some degree, yes. We're composed of our experiences, young Morgan. I prefer you like this now you actually feel like my grandma rather than somebody who is my age. It's it's a little bit it's a little bit off putting getting sagely advice from somebody who looks like they're younger than you, if I'm gonna be honest, so uh, thanks. So do you know why I'm here, or do you have an idea of why I'm here? I thought maybe you wanted to see your old grandmother again. Well, I, I do. Um, and it's nice to see you with your eyes As in she your looks head. At you, she looks at you like, what? Um, so, I've been having dreams, and uh, you're in them, um, and, and you have no eyes. Because the something took your eyes. Have a seat, Morgan. She's pointing to one of the logs that has become kind of a bench. I just kind of sit down, like, I deflate as I sit down, just like... Eh. She hops on, and she looks down at the glaive. Has it served you well? From the times I've had to use it, yes, it has. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I try not to use it. 
I don't I use it. I don't fight as much as you're probably expecting me to. As you see her as a young woman again, as she pushes you down and grabs the blade, coddling it. Oh, my poor, poor war spirit. Is she depriving you? It's not that I'm depriving them from fighting. It's just I don't really fight a lot. I travel and I sing. Quiet girl. Still young. You you can't you can't mm. A get And she turns and looks at you. Yes. Um I know that you have a issue with the get. Um, I don't quite share that issue because I haven't actually run into a lot of the get. Here you but go. I say I haven't had any issues. And I take it back. But I say I haven't had any issues. They did try to take the clip. <sighs> Girl. But it wasn't it wasn't their own, it wasn't their fault, Grandma, okay? They were being manipulated in a in a way and they they didn't mean it. I see. Well, I can tell that something's about you. I can feel it. You get a little more attuned to these things once you're dead. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping I don't reach that stage for uh, a, a long time, if I'm going to be honest. I kind of like living. I agree, Morgan. I wish to see you have a long life, but I do wish to see you continue the family legacy in facing the worm. Your totem is here. Where's the rest of your pack? Or did you take a personal totem? Well, uh, technically, um, Owl is my pack's totem. Why is your pack not here? Um, well, one of them is off doing their own uh, thing right now in in relation to a thing that we're collectively working on uh, and the the other one has gone to a funeral for a pack member that was uh, lost recently not one of our pack members um there is another pack that we have been working alongside and they had a loss hmm. so he's he's gone to he's gone to the funeral and you decided not to go I don't express motion very well, and and to be honest, if I went, I would probably just cause issues. It's not my sort of thing. To be honest, Grandma, any sort of pack activity has not been my sort of thing for quite a long time. The only reason I'm currently with a pack, and I air quotes pack, uh, is just because it was convenient when I was traveling. Well, I guess we're not really a real pack. She shifts. She's back to her old age. Once again, same kind of feeling about it. She cups your face and goes, My dear Morgan, why do you think so poorly of yourself? I don't think poorly of myself. It's just I fell out of the idea of running with a pack you know you know once i got older it was 
It was all nice and a, a dream when I spent time with you when I was little, but I grew up and, you know, father's doing his thing and, you know, brother is part of a really, really good band, you know, doing classical music. I'm already a disappointment in father's eyes because, you know, I'm not doing exactly what he wanted, but... He is kin, and he only has half the picture. That boy was headstrong, but between us, he was a little too headstrong and a little too stubborn for how little he actually knew. Well, I'm not going to argue with you on that one, because you're right. But I enjoyed playing music. And you don't want to play music for the people. Well, I mean, I, I do, but I just do it as a traveling thing, you know? I, I don't... I didn't want to tie myself down to a stationary pack, uh, which a lot of packs are. Are you afraid that they would mourn you if you passed? No. I, I, I wouldn't say that. You know, if I... If I was part of a pack and I died, then pff, I died because I probably did something stupid. That's a given. But I wouldn't care if somebody cried over me or not. Would you be afraid that you would cry if someone died for you and you thought you weren't worth it? Morgan just takes the biggest, deepest breath and just kind of almost curls in on herself. Yeah, I guess. I don't want to be responsible for other people. So you want to be lonely? Not lonely per se. I like having friends, but I don't want those friends to do something stupid for me. So you don't want friends who deeply know you? I don't know. Do you know what a pack means to me? Little Morgan, as she's once again old, shuffles over and plop right onto the little bench of a tree. What does a pack mean to you? A pack means to me that they are people that I trust. I don't have to like them. Gaia knows and Stag knows that I got into many fights, heated fights, with pack members, and I would say that there was a lot of animosity between us at times. But I trusted them implicitly with my life and them with mine. It was a unity, a sort of, well, I guess thrown around a lot, but a kind of family where we were allowed to fight. But at the end of the day, we knew that they would still have our backs when we went in and we fought and that despite any disagreements, any sorts of fights, deep down, they knew what it was like to be who we were, how it hurt, how the curse drives normal people away from us and that we can't even, in a way, truly relate to our kin as even though we desperately want to. 
I mean, it sounds nice. Oh, it was work. It was a pain in my ass, if I have you know. But it was something that was fulfilling. Your music, don't you wish there were some who would understand it and understand you completely through that music? I guess so. And despite your two pack members not being here, there is still a sign that you are all connected. As she points to the owl that's perched right behind you now. I know that I have to try and be more of a team player and to put some trust in some people. But it's difficult, okay? Yes, it is. It's very difficult. I shielded your father from my pack mates for several years solely because I feared the rage in them and that it could have become a point of contention for us if they had lost control when something mundane happened. I guess I don't really have to worry about that sort of thing happening. At least not yet, I hope. Tapping yeah. foot. Considering I haven't really spoken to him in five years, it's probably not an issue. Hmm. As to my eyes, I couldn't say, Morgan. Though I can say that the homelands here have become a bit more foggy of late. Yeah, um... The real reason I was here is because I was hoping that you and the ancestors would be able to explain a bit more what this vision is that I keep having in my dreams. Because it's getting to the point where I'm actually losing sleep and I am rather concerned that I'm gonna fuck up somewhere. Hmm. Great spirit, how do you think she should alleviate it? Owl looks at you. You are by yourself, which will make the task difficult. But my suggestion is, is that you are here. Run on four legs. Sniff for the great spirit of this place. Perhaps he will give you a vision of where to go next. Or what is coming. So you want me to... You basically want me to turn into my lupus form and smell, right? That is what he's saying, Morgan. Well, I'm just double-checking because from what I'm understanding, nobody says anything nice and clearly. It's always a slight bit of riddle with something in the middle that you never quite understand. You did pick a spirit of enigmas to be your totem spirit, dear. Well, I didn't specifically, like me specifically, this was a group decision. It's a very useful group decision. No offense. And I turned to Al, like, please don't smite me where I stand. Okay, so I can do this. This this seems easy enough. I get up and I'm just kind of like, okay. 
And then I shift myself into Lupus. <laughs> okay. And you shift into Lupus as you are immediately bombarded with smells. You smell the familiarity of your grandmother. It reminds you of yourself in many ways. You smell the smoke of the fires in every direction, owl giving off his own distinct smell. And in the distance, you smell prey. Your lupus instincts leaping to the heart heart of you. Could you roll rage, please? Difficulty uh, five. Oh, boy. <laughs> the five. Yes. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's good. Oh good. You keep control as you almost feel the frenzy coming on. Uh, shaking my head, just like no, 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 no. And internally, I'm like, this is why I don't transform. And <laughs> I'm so confused. Owl turns to you and goes. He gives that owlish screech, but in your head you totally understand it as it is hunt, and the owl flies off into the woods in the direction of the smell. Okay. <laughs> and I just kind of like, I, I swivel my head around, and I, I'm trying to pick up like anything that is distinctive, um, like smelling-wise, and I, I'm going to take off in that direction. Okay, perception primal urge, difficulty five, please. Uh, perception... Or it'd be difficulty four, because you're in lupus. Yeah. Dev... Uh, da, 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 da. Ooh. Okay. Let me just double check. Um, oh wait, do I minus two perception, because I'm in lupus? Or is it my... Oh no, it's minus two to the, dif the difficulty, which difficulty. is why I say it's difficulty... Uh, four. Difficulty four, yes. Yeah. You get the mm -hmm. scent immediately. Okay. As soon as I grab the scent, I will take off running in that direction. All right. So you start running in that direction. You feel the earth beneath your paws, the smell of fresh earth thrown up, the smell of wolves as well. Their emotions playing upon their very scents. You even smell the moonlight overhead. It smells like euphoria. It smells like safety, almost. It smells like anger and blood. I'm just trying to keep my uh, my head clear, and I, I'm just running for this one scent. I'm trying not to get distracted by other things. As you're running, you see it, the great stag looking at you. It shakes and sprints going off. It's massive antlers crashing and breaking branches overhead as they smash in front of you. Can I get a dexterity athletics difficulty five, please? Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, five. Instantly dodging and weaving all of the spots as you're jumping back and forth from log to log, missing the branches and even the large ones that are falling. The stag turns, its antlers drawn, ready to strike at you. Please do a uh, Dex Brawl, difficulty five for your bite. Dex Brawl. Oh, sorry, what, uh, what's uh, diff did we say, sorry? Did we uh, say five? Six? It's five oh, for five. a bite. Yeah. 
You get around <laughs> the antlers right. and you grip the throat of the stag and bring it down, holding it, crushing the windpipe, the blood, the smell of blood filling your nostrils in every way. You feel it struggling in between your jaws, its legs kicking as it gives out the bugle of an elk before it shudders and dies. You hear the crunch of leaves and a stag leans right next to your ear and whispers, feed. I do not even question. I just start ripping in. You start ripping in and biting, eating, feeling the invigorate, the invigorated. Uh, if you have any spent gnosis, it's all back and willpower. Yeah, I didn't have any spent. <laughs> <laughs> As you're crunching away the blood, the bones crunching under jaw, you get other visions. You see beehive of great of silvery threads same as the weaver overhead as you see great insects flying off into the heavens with strange apes hanging on in the inside the very body of the the insects it goes down and under the hive into a tunnel system tunnels that look like throats and mouths and gibbering eyes upon it before opening up bees everywhere Bees of all kinds, with four wolves hanging about. They have a bee with them, as the bee screams like a man and turns into tar. The Garu jump back before they see what can only be described as... Only, dis- only described as a... A reddish-like creature with blisters of all kinds hanging upon it, taking up the tar and lapping it up before the blisters grow larger and he directs pus like a stream in a fountain at the other werewolves before you see what can only be described as a mockery of... The of a changing breed of some kind come in, lap up some, grow in strength, and attack. The wolves are t- fighting valiantly, but it seems that things will be hard for them. As you snap back, the corpse is done. The bones dissolve into the earth, and plants grow where it stands, and stag stands before you in the new growth, looking down. Um, I look up at Stag, and as I look up, I then lower my head again, and uh, almost like giving a bow in in respect. Sooner than later, this vision will come. I'm still not sure what it is I should be doing. I understand, as the Stag looks up, and you look up, and you see what can be described as a temple in the clouds hanging overhead. When he comes, you will have to stand your ground, lest all is lost through too much rage or too much paranoia. I guess I don't have to worry about either of those things. 
you will be called to howl. As he turns and he looks and goes, ah, the last bit of the vision. I can only hope that you will know when the time comes. As you look off and you see snow on the ground with sprinkles of blood upon it. And you see a great serpent being herded away by a very tall man as he crunches on the snow and out of his footsteps you hear the cry of a child when he and the snow meet. I just stare at this scene that's happening and I tilt my head and I'm like I don't you will. There is literally just pure confusion <laughs> <laughs> on this poor Lupus face. Just eh? you will understand one day, and soon. Remember the heavens. I reiterate to my point earlier. Why can nobody just give a straight answer? The future is mutable and changeable. Okay, that one was fairly straight. I understood that one at least. <laughs> Go. Your allies and your pack will need you soon. That is what your newest vision gifts you. Uh, I do another respectful nod bow, and uh, I turn around and I run back the uh, way I came. As you're running or... here... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, or at least I try to. <laughs> you start running back the way as you see Owl flying back, flying next to you. Owl turns, his eyes glowing like the silver of the moon, as he simply says, Good. Good. Mindscape will need you soon. Death scene will be approaching soon as well. They will need both of you. Okay. I get it. Do the thing with the pack. I understand. Running back, you see your grandmother again as she shifts into her lupus form, and there's a great howl all around you as the ancestors howl to your departure. And you arrive back at the sept as soon as you leave the sacred lands of your ancestors. Soon as I'm back, I just transform back into my into my hobbit form. And even if there's no one there, I'm just gonna go. I NEED A CUP OF TEA! <laughs> there is no one there yet. You can go to the break room, though. <laughs> just, as I'm going to the break room, just, I don't understand, I don't understand, I don't understand, this just made it worse. <laughs> just singing that song as I'm going, making a brew. <laughs> Threadweaver sees you there as he's looking at you and going, oh, you're here. You've been gone for a day. You all right? I don't understand. I don't understand. And then I just look at Fred Weaver and I'm like, why do the spirits not just say what is going to happen? It's uh, not within their nature. <laughs> they try and get information to us through symbolism. Well, I hate it. I went with questions, I've come back with more questions. I don't feel like I'm any wiser than what I was. Hey, uh, 
just so you know, the others already went back to the the tunnels there. Just so you know, I thought they were taking you with them. Um, no. <laughs> and I'm just like cuddling my brew in my hands, just softly under the breath. Oh, thank you, Gaia. Well, hopefully come back safe then. Uh, I'll be over at the room if you ever want to like look at your vision again or whatever. I think I've seen that vision enough to last me a lifetime, but thank you. I uh, shuffle off of my brew, just like... <laughs> <laughs> As you're having your tea, revisited slightly by the vision of the tunnels and the bees... Could you do a wits intelligence roll for me, please? Oh, things I don't have. <laughs> Difficulty six. Oh, we're screwed. <laughs> we are so very screwed. Uh, wits and intelligence. <laughs> are you ready for this? Boom. Yeah. Oh Boom. my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You do remember one thing. When you yeah. tried to save Fury Song, all the fem- or at least two of the Fomori resembled bees and had insectoid-like features. Yeah. Good old bee buddies. <laughs> Good old dagabots. Uh, yeah, as I as I kind of like as I'm shuffling along with this cup of tea and I'm, I am sort of digesting stuff. Um, yeah, I will indeed remember the uh, the beefing and just be like, wait a minute. The bees. I wonder. Really do need to tell the others about this new one. I just kind of look up at the like at the ceiling, <laughs> just like, thank you, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna shuffle off, uh, I guess, to go and find the others. All right, and we will have Morgan and Death Scene meeting the others next time. Thank you all for listening. We will catch you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.